wanna run through chapter 4 quickly. I didn't wanna run through it. I will recap it. You know chapter which four. chapter 4? Okay. Tenulo. Revelation chapter 4. After these things I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven and a voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here, I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the spirit. He says, I heard a voice. And when that voice spoke to me, I was in the spirit. This voice wanted me to transcend the limitations of the natural. I beheld a throne set in heaven and one who sat on the throne. And he who sat on the throne was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. He says, I saw a throne. He says, right on the throne there, there was someone who said, now I want you to picture a few things that I want to run through. Says, when I saw the throne, I saw he who sat on the throne. Remember, I was in the spirit. I saw he who sat on the throne. And then he begins to describe what he looked like. Now he says he was radiating radiating a glory that was like jasper. So now he says, this is the throne. He says, around the throne, there were 24 elders. So I don't know what's your picture of this. Because you see, he says, Surrounding the throne, this is the throne. There's a rainbow. rainbow. Yes. Oh, okay. And then he says, around him who sat at the throne are 24 elders. In front of him, it's a crystal sea of glass. Now it says, in the midst and in the center of the throne are four living creatures. Now I want us to look at those four living creatures. He says, from the throne, now I want to picture this. This guy says, I saw God ancient of days sitting on the throne and from the throne there were lightnings and rumblings it's a very scary at the same time beautiful sight to behold he says these creatures says before the throne there was a sea of glass and so on and there were four living creatures now he says they have eyes all over now I want you to read with me. I don't know what picture you're going to get. But he says, the four living creatures, verse 8, each had six wings, were full of eyes around and within. I don't know what kind of picture do you have, eh? He says, verse 7, the first living creature 
was like a lion. The second one, like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. Now, here are a few things that I want to picture. One, they have eyes all over. But very key for now is that they each have how many wings? Okay, I want you to hold that thought. They each have six wings. So let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 6. So Isaiah says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up in, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood what? Above it stood what? A seraphim. Okay, let's look at his description of a seraphim. He says, each head what? With two, what does he do? He covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And one cried one to another, saying, Holy, holy is the Lord. Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Now, in, in Revelation, they say, they do, day and night, these creatures, Day and night, they do not stop saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who and is, and is to come. This sings wind. Uh, Isaiah identifies them. He says they are called so these are the four living creatures lion, ox, eagle and man so we have this side we have the seraphims let's go to the book of Ezekiel chapter 1 are you still okay? In Ezekiel chapter 1, Ezekiel explains another side of what heavenly beings or hosts are like. He says, verse 4, Then I looked and behold, a whirlwind was coming. Okay, let me read it from verse 1 because I, I want you to picture something there. It says, now it came to pass in the 30th year in the fourth month and the fifth day of the month as I was among the captives by the river of Kiba that the heavens were what? And you see it's a similar thing as, as what John saw. John says I see a door open in heaven. Ezekiel says, I see heavens open. I saw what? I saw visions of God. So then he says, Then I looked, verse 4, And behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself, and brightness was all around it, and radiating out of its mist like color of ember out of the mist of the fire. 
Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures. You see now, here's the thing. These four living creatures, if you read Revelation, you were expecting the seraphims, isn't it? Now listen to what he says. He says, also from within came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They, they had the likeness of a man. Now listen to the different description. Each one had four faces. You can already see the difference. Uh, that side of, of one looks like a lion. Come on. On this side, Each one has how many faces? How many wings do they have this side? Now he says. Their legs, their legs were straight and their soles of the, the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves. They sparkled like color of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides and each of the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, each had the face of a man, each had the of the four had the face of a lion on the right hand. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side. And each of the four and the face of an eagle. Those were their faces. Their wings stretched upward. Two wings of each on one touched one another. And two covered their bodies. How many wings did they have? Four. Okay, let's go to chapter 10. You can read chapter 1. It says, And I looked in chapter 10, and there in the feminine that was above the head of the cherubim, now he tells us another name. Verse 2. Then he spoke to the man clothed with a linen and said, Go in among the wheels under the cherub. Fill your hands with the coals of fire among the cherubim and scatter them over the city as he went in as I watched. Now the cherubim were standing on the south of the temple when the men went in and the cloud filled the inner court. Verse 5. And the sound of the wings of the cherubim was heard even in the outer court like the voice of the Almighty God when he speaks. Verse 7. And the cherub stretched out his hand from among the cherubim to, to the fire that was among the cherubim and took some of it and put it into the hands of the men clothed with linen. Verse 8. Cherubim appears to have the form of a man under their wings. And when I looked, there were four wheels by the cherubim. Remember where we saw, we read about wheels? More Chapter one. <clears throat> as for the appearance, verse ten. All four looked alike, as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went toward any of their four directions. They did not turn aside when they went, but followed in the direction the head was facing. They did not turn aside when they went. And their whole body with their back, their hands, their wings, and their wheels, and the four, and were all full of eyes. As for the wheels, they were called in my hearing, wheel. Each one had what? Four faces. 
And the face was, the, the first face was the face of a cherub. The second face was the face of a man. And the third face was the face of a lion. And the fourth face was the face of, an, of the ingot. And the cherubim were lifted up. This was the living creature I saw by the river Keba. Did you hear what he just said? When he, you read it, what did he saw at the river Keba? He's telling so, us. So who, uh, that Keba. What I saw when I was there were cherubims. Now cherubims, you'll read, go and read the same book, chapter 41. Others have two faces. The ones that were on the ark had one face. The ones he saw had four faces. Now the Bible says in the book of Ezekiel chapter 28. The devil was a guardian cherub. So you, you have seraphims. They go around declaring holy. Holy is the Lord. The guardian cherubs as they manifest the glory of God. When you read in Genesis chapter 3, the last verse, the Bible says God cast them out and guess who did he put there? A cherub and a sort of flaming fire. So when you think of cherubs, you think of guardians. You these ones that are carried around by his spirit. The Bible says, wherever the spirit goes, they go. The spirit is in the wheels. So they reflect, all of them reflect the glory of God. We'll talk about angels another day. But I wanted us to identify them for today. And then let's preach for five minutes. I can't we're just giving you a Bible journey. So that hands you don't just cherubim them and seraphim them. You know that these seraphs and seraphims as a, as a whole behold him and in the beauty of God there is fire and thunder that comes from his throne. Now the Bible declares something that I feel before we go home we must capture. It says, verse 9, when the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to God, him who sits on the throne, whoever lives forever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him. They say you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power for you created 
things and by your will they exist and were created. Let's take five minutes and preach it and then we go home. Watch what happens here. The Bible says the four living creatures as they behold God in his majesty and power they start declaring holy is the Lord. But what is the holiness of God? The holiness of God is the immanence his character displayed. Is God unconcealed, God revealed. The holiness of God is God manifested in who he is. God's glory is the fame of God. Is God being lifted up above all things? But you see, here's an amazing thing. It says, when they declare his glory. Now, when you read in, in, in Isaiah 43 from verse 7 to 8, God speaks of the fact that you, I have created you for my fame. I have created you for my glory. In other words, human beings have no right to live in a manner that does not display the character of God. You and I have no right to live in a manner that defames God. You and I have no right to live in a manner that destroys the likeness of God in our lives. Why? Because for his glory we were created. But it says they declare his glory and they declare his honor. So worship cannot happen without being anchored in the character of God. That is why you can't worship God away from the truth of how his word reveals him. Because his word reveals his character. That is his glory. But his honor is his worth above all. And therefore it is impossible to worship God when in your realm of what God is there is another entity there. That entity may even be you. That is why most of the time people when they are sick, when they are in hard times, people don't worship. Because in their realm of God, it is not God, it is them. What is in your realm of worth? What is the object of the highest honor in your life? What is the one thing that happens and stagnates your life? If it's anything other than God, you are in idolatry. You are in what? It doesn't matter what you confess. Because 
God says, Mudimu ore. I am God, Isaiah 42. Who is I? And besides me, there's no other. I will share my glory with none. Including you and I. So, where he is set above, he has to be above everything. And, 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 and it says, then they express, isn't it amazing? Listen to what they say. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who has an ease and his tongue. But John summarizes, holy, holy is the Lord who has an ease and his tongue. He says, they declare his glory. They declare his honor. And they give him thanks. No one can worship without gratitude in their hearts. Isn't it amazing that our churches don't have testimonies anymore? But everybody claims that they are full of worshippers. Let's stop lying to ourselves. Because a worshiper recognizes that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, to him be the glory. It's testimonies that come in the lives of our churches. Are testimonies of provision, not of God's presence. What now listen. When John summarizes that passion, he says, "When the twenty-four elders bow down and cast their crowns down, they give the heart of worship." They say, you are worthy of all honor and glory and power. Listen, for you created all things. And for your pleasure and will they exist. I don't think until we recognize the creator made us for his own pleasure. For his own glory. By his own will. None of us willed himself into existence. So, so listen to what the Bible says. You are worthy of occupying the only exclusive space called of God. Because you created all things. So, saints, you and I don't see ourselves as creation. That's why when God says, let us make men in our image and in our likeness, He wanted them to please Him. He wanted his life to permeate them. His intention was not to negotiate with creation. When me and you 
we have decided to do God a favor. If God says, let us make men in our image, in our likeness, a good favor deserves another. A favor, Let us make God in our image and in our likeness. That is why churches worship Jesus, their brother. The fear of the Lord, no. The love of the Lord, no. You know how many people are sitting here wanting to live sinfully for their own sake despite what the Creator says because they have created Him as one of them. You will understand. But God, friends, cannot be mocked. You are not God. I'm not God. You and I are just creation. And when we want to live a fulfilling life on earth, we need to take the positions of creation and give the creator a position of creator and say, Psalm 100, we are the sheep of your pasture. Without you, I'm nothing. Without you, I can do nothing. And therefore, when I come to you, God, you died for me that I may no longer live for myself. If you want worship to happen, then look at yourself and understand you are not God. And God will not negotiate holiness with you. God expects you to be holy. That's why he says, be be what? Because I am I did not negotiate my image when I put it in you. When I want it displayed, let's not enter negotiations. So you and I are in a very privileged position. Today, we can decide to walk away from hypocrisy. Pretending to be what we are not. We are God's children. Full of His glory. Born by His Spirit. Called to a higher life. So you and I can today decide. I'm not this low life. I'm called to a higher life. And this higher life, there's a creator. And there's creation. I know what my position is. I'm the work of his hands. And he's my maker. And from me, 
He deserves worship. Let's stand up.